Freedom Pioneers of Africa. Jebogambe yebogambe 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 kuhlangana ke njalo ekhona phana ku episode 10 of Freedom Pioneers of Africa ukhumbulephela uhlelo lophathelwa yithi kanye idialo ku FM ngekhona phana sikhamba laba bangani bethu Freedom Pioneers of Africa namhla ke hlelweni silobani silindoda ke yeza lokhona ngalelizweni lekhinya ibizo lakhe kuthiwa ke ngoKenneth Gwandai ngendemba ngobize kahle la uzaziphela khona phana uzamzwela esikhulumela linyasarimbi lakhona lekhinya phela laba yavela khona lokukhinya labo sibabalela kubanyasari imbi yabo nobuya ke ubuyeke lo lwazi lwakhe laphana kolophezulu ke obizothwa yi elocard ubusoko cwaba gagazi ke khamba ke laba hamba kungasenani ke lawo yazazela ke podcast luhlelo makhaza so ke soze smotiska so njoba lawo uzazela ke freedom pioneers of africa ke laphana sithanda labana ke abathanda ukubona izinto zisenzeka abathanda ukubona inguquko abathanda ukubona uchinjo kezigabeni abaphelakizwe khona phana umuntu othe ngabona kuhlopolitile kezigabeni sakhe ngapho mukuhlala phansi kumbebe lokhe ngunguna ecomplain ke we are so In the year 2015, I saw an opportunity in a handcart business. That time, I wanted someone to carry for me a luggage from one point to another within the Nairobi city. But now, that day, the handcart people, we call them Kokoteni, were on strike. Because um, the governor of Nairobi that time wanted to face them out of Nairobi because they were perceived to be a nuisance to the normal traffic in town, in the city. And again, uh, the Mkokotenis are arguing. 
But again, you realize uh, they employ millions of youth who are unskilled, who don't have any certificate to look for a job, and they use this handcart to carry items for people from one point to another to earn a living. So uh, that is where the idea came in now. And I did an extensive uh, research, and finally, that is where my journey started. My name is Kenneth Gwantai from Nairobi, Kenya, and I'm a Freedom Pioneer of Africa. Freedom Pioneers of Africa. I worked for almost three years in a bank, um, but in the year 2015, I realized um, this is even becoming more routine job. And personally, I don't like a routine job. Where I come in the morning, I do what I've been doing yesterday, and I keep doing it one year, two years, three years. And I find I didn't need something that I can be able to grow. Every day, I learn a new thing. Every day, I learn a new thing. And that is now when I came up with that idea of uh, venturing into electric mobility. Uh, to me, even that time, the idea was not even that much open because I didn't even have those terminologies like electric mobility. All I wanted is just to solve a certain problem for them Kokoteni and the Tuktu guy. So uh, after one, I just tendered my resignation. I went and told my manager at the bank, no, I don't want to work any further in the bank. I didn't want to venture into innovation. And the manager asked me, what do you want to do? And I told him I want to start producing uh, uh, electric Mukokoteni. And uh, the manager was laughing. And he told me to go to one of our psychiatric uh, hospitals in Nairobi to come up with a letter to show that I'm functioning normally. And I think uh, that time I told him, no, I didn't need to resign and go into innovation. Well, it sounded weird to them, but finally I resigned in the year 2015 and now started uh, the rigorous journey of innovations. When you uh, look at the tuk-tuk, you realize we have several uh, uh, three-wheelers uh, in our economy. And all these uh, three wheelers, we call them tuk-tuk, are mostly important into the country. And uh, I realize uh, that even those who export them to our countries in Africa uh, haven't put in place uh, the local need of our people who use them. And uh, basically they are used uh, for last mile connectivity from point A, maybe where I'm about to drop you and you have to move to your home from uh, a main stage or even within a city where you need to move very fast from point A to B. But now you realize uh, much as they are solving uh, that problem of last mile connectivity, they are also becoming a nuisance in terms of carbon emission because uh, you realize they make a lot of noise. Uh, secondly, they pollute a lot of carbon because uh, uh, they use uh, diesel. And this has become a problem even to our health in our major cities and the town. So that's why I decided why don't we go the electric way, whereby we can reduce that noise as well as also uh, make them more efficient to be used in our major cities and even make our cities look um, beautiful. Because uh, whatever we have in just like a scrap metal moving around our cities, which is making our cities being degraded by even those who are selling them to us. Many people are asking, uh, how do you operate it? Because they have seen uh, the conventional Kokoteni are just pulled or pushed. 
For this one, uh, you just drive the way you 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 do the wheelbarrow. Where you want the the handles of the wheelbarrow is where we have put the accelerator, and on the left handle there is a um, uh, braking system. So as you move, because it has four wheels, as you move, you follow it as you drive. You have an accelerator on the right, and you have a braking system on the left. Then the front wheels are fixed on a transaction DC motor. This DC motor is the only component that we import from Europe and China, and then we custom make them to sweep what we didn't need uh, uh, locally. So you actually drive uh, them Kokoteni instead of pushing or push pulling. And what basically this does is that it increases the efficiency of them Kokoteni so that if I am carrying 500 kg of road, I don't need someone to help me to push it because all what I need is to drive and walk. For them Kokoteni, we have sold uh, almost 200 uh, Kokoteni in the local market. My vision is to set up one of the biggest electric mobility in Africa. And uh, just because I started with a handcart doesn't mean that is one of the product profile that I want them to start with, depending on my, my capability. Then I introduced uh, the tuk-tuk, and now I'm thinking to expand even to electric bands and buses that can be used for our transport sector. Freedom Pioneers of Africa Kwa wale ambao wanauliza watu nafanya nini kwenye Freedom Pioneers of Africa, sinashaka utakua umeelewa mambo ambayo nafanya. Huyo hapo bwana Mwamba umetoa kumsikiliza hapo akirindima namna gani anafanya anaitwa Kenneth Gwantai toka Nairobi Kenya shughuli ambayo ameifanya kwenye 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 tuktuk au bajaji katika swala la kulitoa kwenye matumizi ya mafuta na kupeleka kwenye matumizi ya umeme na sasa kwenye hiyo hapo ambayo ametengeneza nyingine ambayo ni mkokoteni kutoka kwenye matumizi yale ya kuvuruta kusukuma eh, na kutengeneza sasa ambayo ina mataili manne lakini mpani inakuwa na mataili manne lakini amerekebisha kiasi kwamba ameweka eh, vifaa vya kuzalisha umeme ambavyo vinazungusha yale matairi kwa hiyo unakuwa utumii nguvu nyingi sana utumii nguvu nyingi sana katika swala zima la kuweza kusukuma eh, kwa hiyo inasaidia kwa namna moja au nyingine kuleta mabadiliko na umesikia mipango yake ya baadaye kutengeneza vitu vikubwa zaidi vya usafirishaji ambavyo vinaweza vikaisaidia jamii zaidi na zaidi lakini katika kuna maswali kadhaa kadhaa unaweza ukawa unajiuliza na wewe hapo ulipo eh, ambayo yako bado kichwani kutokana na maelezo ambayo yameyatoa labda inawezekana ukisikiliza katika eh, mahojiano haya hapa na 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 na, na, na Bianca eh, Pistorius inawezekana kabisa ukaelewa kwa undani zaidi nini alichokifanya. Hebu tukasikilize mahojiano haya. Freedom Pioneers of Africa. Hello. Hello, this is Bianca Pretorius. I'm a startup pitch coach calling from Germany. Kenneth I stumbled over your innovation and I was fascinated. Am I right in, in, in understanding that you turn basically the world of tuk-tuks that has today still are done with fossil fuels and with um, all sorts of like last century stuff, that you turn them into electric tuk-tuks, but also self-rechargeable ones. Is that correct? Yes, yes, definitely. Fantastic. Um, I was wondering, so, I mean, yes, there's plenty of electric 
tuk-tuks in the market that you can buy. But yours seems to be somehow special. Can you again try to differ like, uh, differentiate what, what is different with Elocard than the other electric tuk-tuks that are on the market? Yes, thank you very much, um, Bianca. Uh, when you look at uh, the tuk-tuk that we have in the market, uh, you realize they are basically used for last mile connectivity, pairing people from point A to B. But um, one of the challenges we are facing with them is that uh, they are very, very noisy and uh, they pollute a lot of, um, they produce a lot of carbon emission to our environment. So basically the Eurocarb uh, that we have, which is an electric tuk-tuk, is pure electric. It runs on a transaction DC motor, which we normally import from um, Europe and Germany uh, and also from China. Every economy on this planet is working on the electrification of their mobility sector. So the specialty about your tuk-tuk is it's cheap. It's actually created locally and it has this closed car feeling. So all the tuk many tuk-tuks I've seen when I Googled um, electric tuk-tuks and I found some to buy, but they're all like open. So they, they're not, they don't um, offer the safety that you kind of crave when you want to go on a ride and they don't have the space. So I see there's a big USP um, from your product that could go to other markets. How could we expand this idea of Elocard and the product to make it an outside Kenya product, even to Europe, even to, um, I don't know, the US? Yes, uh, this is a journey that requires uh, a lot of collaboration and partnership. No one is perfect in everything. You really need people to move an item from one region to another. That's the way you may realize there's a product that was produced uh, in Germany and is now being used across the world. Um, basically, I'm looking for the right-minded partners Uh, whom we can be able to partner with. Yes, I mean, yes, if, when I saw the tuk-tuk, I thought, yeah, this could replace my family car inside the city because I don't need to go for like a hundred miles, but I want some doors because if it rains and so on. So I think there's a lot of potential here. How, how, how do you see the potential of solar and wind um, creating the energy that then actually feeds the electric tuk-tuk? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I think, uh, as you have said, uh, we have the natural power from the sun, and uh, that is basically what the majority of people are diving to in, at the moment, whereby we can have an electric tuk-tuk with a solar panel on top, so that even when you are moving at any place, you can be assured that you can have your tuk-tuk chan. And uh, as I said earlier, we have an order for 22 currently um, by one of an organization, uh, government organization in Kenya. And that is what exactly we will be able to do with those tuk-tuk. We will put install solar panel on the top of those um, watambuza so that when they are in the northern part of Kenya, in the Semarind and Arind areas where it is even very hot, if you are packing your tuk-tuk out there, it can be able to change at all time. Yes, we are incorporating the solar system in our vehicles. And even uh, at scale up, we are not limited to tuk-tuk. As I said, uh, the certification we have gotten has opened my mind. Now I'm thinking of even Ivan and the embassies. And uh, these will come as orders because many people are requesting whether we can be able to partner with them from South Africa so that they can be able to be the major distributor of our tuk-tuk in South Africa. Others are requesting as far as Latin America whether they can partner with us 
to do the same in Latin America. Yes, with all this mind, you see electric mobility is a new technology in the world. And uh, as per the Paris Convention on Transition to Electric Mobility, that's the way we intend with the mobile phone, that is where we are ending to. We have no option but to start uh, shifting and we can only shift if we work together in collaborations. There's a saying saying most businesses will die from suicide rather than murder because often we were afraid, oh, somebody will kill my business and often the businesses kill themselves. Kenneth, though, he planned his financial model so well that he knew exactly what he's doing and so that it could grow sustainable and that is actually helping success. And my last takeaway is look at Kenneth as a person. He came from something completely different. He was finance and banking and he was just bored with his job. He's like, I don't want to do that with my life. The life can offer more than that. And there's so many problems to solve. So he decided to completely transform his his education, the things he he, he 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 does, the things he knows, and went into a field that he now is an absolute expert on, from banking and finance to building a business in a sustainable electric uh, mobility. And so that takeaway is you are not cooked yet. You're not forced to stay where you are. There's plenty of opportunities. And especially in the field of decarbonizing the world, there's so many business opportunities. Keep your eyes open and don't be afraid to change. Kenneth, thank you so much for taking this call from Germany. Thank you very much. Freedom Pioneers of Africa. Uh-huh. That was uh, the interview between the changemaker and our global connector, that is Mr. Bianca Pretorius, all the way from Germany. And what do you think about this um, this um, interview? So my takeaway, actually, this I kept on talking about electric mobility. And I know, I know for a fact that I'm not the only one who actually went there and, and actually make... I, I mean, I understand the electric mobility. I just did not have, you know, that in-depth information about it. Now, to help you and me understand it better, I actually Googled it and this is what it means. Electric mobility uses one or more electric motors to generate transport, uh, transportation. And this is what exactly what he did with the tuk-tuks. These do not use... Uh, um, a fuel or you know doesn't use gas at all it uses elect electricity that is actually lessening the global warming effects on our planet because the earth is is crying ladies and gentlemen the earth is crying because it's a lot of global warming that is going on and we are not just doing good so when you find um in inventions like this then you know we are kind of steering in the right direction so my takeaway from this is that uh, you know if you see if you see any change at all like he said he was he was in finance and then he got bored with his uh, uh, career and then he saw uh, a need in the community in, in his country and then uh, he, he decided to to take a stand and make that change to get what i'm saying he actually decided to take a, a change and made that change uh what he need 
um because i always tell you guys the challenges that these people need because there are always challenges there's no way that you can start something as big as these innovations without getting any challenges even in life personal lives you have challenges now today's um in an inventor's challenge is that he needs a lot of collaboration and partnership and he needs the right-minded partners you know not always it's not always that you actually get the right-minded partners you get partners sometimes we get partners yes but are they right-minded are they and do they understand what it is that you're trying to build that brand what you're trying to build so that's what he said he need and what um the lady had uh, actually commented that i feel like it had that emphasis is that and i, I should also emphasize uh further on on it is that this is having so much potential it have potential so yeah this is time this is time ready to call in and tell me what's good now i have questions for you here ladies and gentlemen i have questions for you um the first one is that what are what are your thoughts on on Kenneth's innovation what is what are your thoughts tell me what are your thoughts what are your thoughts uh, um on Kenneth's inno innovation uh would you use an eco-friendly innovation even if it costs a bit more and why huh would you would you use an eco-friendly innovation because this is obviously eco-friendly because oh wait a minute we have a caller caller you're alive hi golden skills hey hey what's good i'm good i'm good how are you doing i'm good thank you I'm great. Uh, I just want to comment. Uh, hopefully, I can also win something. Yeah, most definitely. You you are an early bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even when you're asking the questions, I decided to oh, let me get it out this early. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we are talking about this change maker, Kenneth uh, Guantai. Yeah. Who I think he's a very incredible uh, gentleman. Um, when I was listening to the interview, he mentioned a very important. Um, items that I think in an African uh, perspective, we, especially from a rural area, we often overlook it. Yeah. And that is air pollution. That is right? true. Mm. So, you know, in, in the rural areas, you know, there's a lot of uh, air pollution. We don't, and deforestation, and we know we, we love those, um, you know, cooking from the outside. But sometimes we, we overlook the, the, the problems that we are creating in our own environment. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look from uh, a lot of African perspectives, I think a lot of uh, people have brought the innovation called, uh, what do you call this, the thing you mentioned earlier, a tuk-tuk. Yeah. Um, and those, those vehicles are very, very small. They're almost like motorcycles. Yeah, they are. And, and you won't think that these things create a problem for our environment. But if you go to these countries, there's a lot of them, a lot of, of tuk-tuks, mm. even more than cars. Yeah. So together, as a as a uh, accumulated, they they emit a lot of carbon emissions. So I think what this Kenneth gentleman has done is mm. he saw that all of these vehicles they are creating a problem together for the environment. They they emit a lot of carbon emissions, and that creates a whole lot of causes. One of the causes, of of course, is uh, when I was listening to the interview, he mentioned the leading cause of. Uh, respiratory disease, mm. um, including diseases like TB. There is, so, because you know, TB in Africa is really killing a lot of people. And I think exactly. some of the, that, that, that would be a result of, 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 of that. Exactly, exactly. 
And I mean, we, we, we overlook these things. I mean, people go to hospital and have these diseases, but we don't necessarily know where they come from. Mm. So I think he's, he's definitely one for the future. He, he thought far ahead of everybody else and he decided to create uh, a, 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 a motorized tuk-tuk that not only uh, uh, um, is, it works on uh, elect- uh, works electrically mm-hmm. and it's motorized, but he's also found a way to replace uh, what do you call these uh, um, uh, um, what do you call these rickshaws? You know those handheld yeah yeah, uh, yeah. position devices. Mm. Yeah. So you see, so 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 he's sort of killing two, maybe even three birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You know, as always, I, I always say that um, when I, I I I present this program, I always say this. I am so inspired by this one, but each and every time, it just gets more interesting. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I'm really inspired by by this change maker. I think he's he's going to be one to watch for the future. Okay, so do you actually have? Um, do we have challenges in our community that we, you believe as a person could be changed by innovation? Do we have anything like that? Before I let you go. <laughs> um, in our community now, uh. mm, let's see, let's see, let's see. I think um, having, uh, not, not in my, my, my immediate surroundings, but I think from, from a rural perspective, um, I think um, the, the, I wouldn't necessarily know what innovation to bring, but I would say definitely the, 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 the we, are, we need to eradicate the use of fossil fuels. Yeah. Yeah, fossil fuels and, um, you know, like, and, 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 and unnatural gases. Mm. So we should, we should try to find a way in which we, we move away from, let's say, cooking outside, and, and 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 that sort of stuff, and use more uh, more of a, a electrical approach because in the long run these things not will not only affect us but affect our our children. Maybe we can even innovate something that that's 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 solar powered but works on a much larger scale mm. that can that can run electrical devices uh, like stoves from with from 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 within uh, like from within a village, you know, like mm. you create a whole power plant to just run on solar power yeah yeah that would be something that will be very very interesting yeah that... there are countries that have solar farms mm-hmm. that power cities and even towns yeah but you know if you look at africa for instance we are known for our sun and, and we are actually not making use of that but there's no solar there's not one solar farm <laughs> <laughs> in the whole of Africa. Yeah. But we, we make it on a small scale. Maybe someone will innovate something small here, small. But someone must, I think maybe even governments must come on board and say, no, we need to break down this structure and create something big that can power major cities and major towns. Mm. Imagine we come from Namibia. Yeah. Like I'm Namibian. But, you know, we have uh, countries like South Africa mm. uh, and more specifically the, the organization ESCOM that is supplying mm. us with. With, with power yeah. in Namibia we are known for our, in fact our, there's a sun on our Namibian flag <laughs> <laughs> but, but what are we use, utilizing this sun for yeah, I, you know what I'm saying that's actually a good point there Alfred that is, uh, that is a good point you have really really made a good point and then for those who are listening they might just steal your idea yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank you so much Alfred for uh, calling in as always so I appreciate you for that and thank you so much for being a regular listener to this show.
Sipilimagetu, Umpagatu, <laughs> But Freedom Pioneers of Africa.